0: This is the Legion. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bullcorn Sports, episode 23 in our local segment, ladies and gentlemen. We've got another great episode for you guys here today. We've got a lot of really good content for you guys from a recap perspective and a preview perspective. And... We got Coach Dad Fortune from Midland High, which is their head football coach, AD, over there at Midland High. He's going to be calling in for the show today. I cannot express how excited I am for you guys. We got a full crew here today. And, Chris, I know you wanted to get right off into this about the players of the
1: week, so I'm going to let you take it right there. Yeah, Dom, appreciate it, man. So we're going to go into the co-players of the week this week. We actually got two. got two of them. We got two this week, man. we, we, We couldn't go without this week, so we... Actually could have had a little more but we decided to go co this week kind of you know spread the love. First off, we're going to go with the uh, Andrews senior quarterback Ashton Galvan. Uh new starter for Andrews, came in the game and uh they had a victory 59 to 28. Galvan completed 10 for 11 passes for 183 yards and four touchdowns, and he also rushed for 117 yards and two touchdowns.
0: And that's his first start? First start. I'm assuming
1: these coaches must have saw something at practice and were like, hey, let's plug this dude in. And first quarter, they were up 30-6. to Now that means they
0: got two great quarterbacks with EJ Lopez over there, too. Yes. So they got some
1: dogs, man. Congrats, Ashton. Big kudos, man, for you stepping up this uh, past week and and doing what you do.
2: On the road. On the road. I love it. Yeah.
1: Second uh the our co-player of the week is uh Mr. 2-5, QB1, Odessa Permians quarterback Rodney Hall. Finished the game last week against uh, Waco Midway. 16 for 26, 298 yards with five touchdown passes. Wow. Five. Five touchdown passes, well, man. He did what you wanted him to throw he the slung ball. It, man. I'm I'm you, happy for him. He's out there slinging it. He's showing you know everybody that he's D just doesn't have legs. He can sling that rock.
2: Oh, he's a much better thrower. He's a great thrower.
1: Great kid. Great kid. Great personality, man. He's a leader that, that dude the dog.
0: Follow. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, there's your two co-players of the week this week. And, you know, that of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they had to play in some games, right? So, Sammy, you know, I'm going to pass this to you as far as the recap of those games that got them these honors.
2: Let's kick off with Thursday Night Football. We had... Odessa High hosting El Paso Americas in what turned out to be a uh, a mauling forty nine twenty seven Odessa High wins uh, a big game for Ivan a big big game for the Odessa High offense Jalen Jones once again doing big things at the quarterback position they looked really really good there was not everything was perfect right Chris there was some there was some concern there
1: there was some concern you know but they they, they handled the team like they should right. Uh, defense is still still work in progress. Got to get some more work in there. Uh, first half, the man, oh man, the myth, the legend, a Mitchell real legend. I- Ivan Garillon stepped up and, and and just showed out.
2: They couldn't they couldn't stop him. They couldn't had three him, or four man. guys on him. It's unfair.
1: You know you know also speak on that defense. You know they had a they had a good good pass rush this game. I like that they're getting some pressure back there. Still got to tighten up a little bit on the run game, you know, um, but I'm, I'm expecting them this week to try and change that up.
2: One of the things I noticed, uh, too many penalties. The third quarter, there was five penalties just on defense. One of them was a third and long, horrible pass interference. They had no business. The ball wasn't even catchable and, and bad play on the safety, but you learn from these. That's why it's pre-district. You learn, you move on. So, ultimately, good win by Odessa High. Next up, we let's talk about – Permian. Permian versus Permian State. hosted midway. Yeah, In another good game. And like we said, Rodney Hall already. We already discussed mm-hmm. five passing touchdowns. 41
1: to 20. Yeah, man. I mean, I saw that. I believe that game where they were up 21-0 at one point. Yeah. Odessa Permian was in the first half. And then uh Waco kind of made a little comeback. And I guess, you know, at halftime, I guess, you know, Mr. 2-5 stepped up and was like, all right, this is it. This is enough. He, he threw some great. It, it was amazing passes that he threw.
2: The ball he threw to Bass. Yes. It, that was a good pass. And, yeah. of course, Jaden Pruitt. Jaden Pruitt stepped we've, up again. We've talked about him already more than once. Dog. And, and guess what? Another interception. Yeah. Two games, two picks. Both sides of the field. And he's playing both sides. So kudos to that Permian team. They, they did look good.
1: They did look good. You know, uh, I believe in that game – Waco was was making some way down the field, and they threw a swing, swing pass, and they called it a fumble, and then that, that changed the whole game. You know, Permian takes advantage of the opposing team's mistakes, and that's what you got to do. That's, well, what,
2: now, that's what good teams need to do. That's what they need to do, and for them to answer, you know, they had a low-scoring 17-point game the week before. For them to come out and put up 41 um, against a, a, a good, you know, decent mid, midway team, that's great. Yeah. They'll take it.
0: Next, I was gonna say, you know, there was a shocker in the district too with with Midland oh. Legacy. I'm sure you were going to that. Yeah, man. let's talk about that
2: one. Real big shocker. They were on the road. You going to Amarillo Tescoso. Mm-hmm. Tescoso ranked in district in five A football. They are a physical, fast, strong team, running the ball. And and I was able to watch some of this game, Chris. What are your thoughts on some of the some of the some of the plays or series that you were able to catch on Friday night?
1: You know. I- Amarillo just made it. Tuscosa made it a physical game for them. I haven't seen a Tuscosa team like this since the the, the team that they went to the semifinals. Really? And 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 they're just aggressive on defense. The slot backs are are running hard, running fast, finding their holes, and the offense is so disciplined that they're they're just they're they're, they're mauling oh, you. Oh,
2: they're disciplined.
1: They're mauling you, right? And I, I think Legacy kind of just had one of them games, bro. It's just it's just one of them games that you know. Happy to happen in non district, right? You know, it sucks yeah. that it happened, but happened in non district and that's film for you to get better with.
2: Yeah, and it's it's a road game against a really really tough team, and it ended up being 48 27 Legacy managed to climb back in the third quarter, yeah. and you know it was a respectable game for them. Like like you said, Chris, that's why it's pre district. You know, you're gonna have tough games. You're yeah. gonna have games. Your kids maybe aren't ready to play. I don't know if that was the case. I, I thought. I had some concerns. I don't know. Davila looked didn't look like what I'm used to, but no. it, it does happen. You know,
1: I don't know. I might be reaching, you know, if Tescosa like, oh, we, have a bl- we we saw something on film and we executed on defense and kind of have a little blueprint of how to stop Davila. But it, Davila just could have also had a bad game too, right? I mean, he, he did have a bad game, but he's going to get better from it. I mean, it, it, like I said, it sucks it happened. Happened in non-district. You're going to learn from it. You're going to get better. So just, just keep working.
2: Keep working, and credit to uh, Tescosa on that one.
1: Moving on,
2: Midland High hosted Lubbock Coronado. That, that's a score of 27-21, mm-hmm. A tough physical matchup there. Chris, any thoughts on the uh, Midland
1: High Bulldogs' performance? Man, so they were actually up twenty-one to seven, and we actually saw Lubbock Coronado during seven on seven. We saw how explosive and athletic they were. They were. They had some dudes that were just.
2: I haven't yeah, seen them play yet.
1: They're they're very explosive. They have they have some good athletes. Um, but you no, know, Midland High's young. Right, oh, and, yeah. and their young secondary just made some key interceptions in that game, and they changed the game. You know, once once they, they got those turnovers, the offense took advantage of it, and they went down the field and scored. Yeah. And that opened it up for them.
2: And the Millen High Bulldogs, you know, they are putting the state on notice. A couple of weeks ago, they rushed for 558 yards. This is a game that, that was a test for them. It was, yeah. And they managed to get that W. By the way, we managed to get Coach Thad Fortune on the show this week. and like, well, uh, we. What an honor to have Midland High's head coach and athletic director.
0: Well, for sure, this is going to be a great interview. And guess what, guys? He's actually calling in right now. Really? What's going on, Coach? This is Don Bejerano with Bullcorn Sports. How are you?
3: Hey, doing good. How are you doing?
0: Oh, we're doing great. We're great to have you on this show. Um, we're just so excited for you guys. Off to a hot start, Coach. How's that feeling? You know, you guys are, are doing some big things there in Midland. Say really
3: that ex- I'm sorry you broke up a minute.
0: I was saying you guys are you guys are off to a hot start there, coach, and we're just wondering, you know, how exciting is that for you?
3: Oh, it, it's it's awesome, and I think um, I'm really happy for the kids and the staff. Um, we've invested a lot of time and, and a lot of hours to try to, you know, that to, to give ourselves to give ourselves a chance when you show up on Friday night. In order, I mean, you, in order to give yourself a chance, you have to you have to do a lot. You know, starting in the winter and the spring and summer, um, and so we feel like we've done that, and then. Um, then you got to show up and do it. I mean, that's only half the battle. That's kind of the scary part of the deal. Um, you got to show up and do it when the lights are on. So I'm really pleased with the, the, this how we prepare each week and um, and then the outcomes and, and yeah, they were kind of both they were different in their own right. And I'm happy for the kids and the, the coaching staff. Done a great job with them.
1: Coach Chris Lazoya here. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. I kind of want to speak on uh, their first two games. You know, against Motwood and Coronado. On um, the first week, you know, you just broke the Russian record, and uh, you're big kudos to your your offensive line. You I, from when I watch y'all's film, your offensive line just pops to me. They're 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 maulers. They're getting downfield. They're going. They're ready to rip your head off. And I, I kind of see sense that from your days back at Odessa Perman. and and you just brought that kind of mindset with you. And these guys are maulers. I I, I love to see it. That's it sets the tone for your offense. And then going to Coronado, you know you had some young guys in your secondary step up when, when they needed to and, and offense kind of took advantage of that and, and opened it up you know kudos to kudos to your, your guys that are, are ready to go
3: oh well I appreciate that and you know really our, our offensive line is coach um, coach Martinez um, who came over with me from, from Permian and I just he just I can't say enough about what he does with those guys um, and then the way those guys respond and work. And so, um, but they are doing a fantastic job of coming off the football, um, of, of getting the defense, we like to say, um, and, and just, you're right. They, they're ballers. And then we've got some bigger kids and we've got some lighter kids. And, um, but what's important for us is that you, that you learn your rules, um, that you use great technique, um, and then that you play with great speed. Um, and I think the results will be good for us. So, um, they, they've done really both weeks they played well last week um we kind of stumped our toe there a little bit in the second quarter offensively um but the O line played great and, and the first week they were it was clinic a lot of stuff was like stuff that you would show at a clinic uh, how, how well they executed and oh, yeah. um and, they, and and did a great job for the backs um and then last week i think with coronado they were a scary bunch for us they're very athletic um, last year, we played them in Lubbock, and, and they really, um, the game kind of got out of hand for us late. They uh, they were as physical as any team, in my opinion, that we played last year. They were just a real physical bunch um, from the, you know, uh, from up front all the way to the back end. And so, um, and I thought they were a good team, just watching them on tape, and uh, they beat Friendship Week 1. So, they, they have really good athletes. I think their quarterback's a, a good player. He can throw it. and He can throw in the run. And he's, he's you know, he's just a nice high school quarterback. Um, and so they were very they, – they gave me a lot of concern. Uh, and I was really worried about some of our matchups. And, and you know, they took advantage a couple times. Um, but I, but you mentioned the young secondary. And those those kids, Jake Nava, the sophomore, and Blade Brandon, the mm-hmm. sophomore. Um, and really everybody on our back end. Then we have three juniors at our safety spots. Um, with Ethan Dominguez and Noah, Noah Crumpler and and Jackson kid. And so they all, I think that, I think we all grew up a lot last week. Um, we took some lumps, but then we readjusted and got back to, you know, all, all that stuff is always about, you know, reading your keys and getting your eyes in the right spot. And if you don't get your eyes in the right spot, man, it can cost you. So sometimes you have to learn the hard way and hopefully you just learn once. Um, and, and they did. They came up big. I mean, Blade had two interceptions. Nava had an interception late to kind of to, – to give us the ball back so we could get a first down and sit on it. Um, so those kids are um, really, really proud of them and, and um, the work that they're doing. What uh, They had a great week uh, last week, especially in the second half.
1: Yeah, no doubt. They, uh, I believe the defense shut uh, Coronado down to zero points and actually held them to three first downs.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it, it was um, – and really I think it's – and you can't do this because it's not how – I mean, that's not how football works. But we had a – they had 150 yards on two snaps. And other than that, it was a
1: wow. fantastic
3: night. So um, – and now that's kudos to them, right? Like, yeah, they, yeah. They, they made big plays. So it's not like you can that, – That I think we'd all take that rate if we could get it. Yeah, um, yeah. And so uh, – but outside of those snaps, which it, it, they, just, they just played great. I thought in general that game – we started very hot offensively, and then um, they answered back with a couple big plays. And we've got to mature as a team to where uh, that doesn't necessarily panic the offense, and so we just go back out and, and and execute and and do our deal. Um, but you know, I think since we just kind of got we got on our heels a little bit, you could feel it. Um, you know, sometimes you want halftime to come, and sometimes you don't want it to come. Uh, and we definitely, I definitely wanted halftime to get there last <laughs> week, so, so we could get inside and and regroup a little bit. Um, and then, man, the defense, can't I mean, we. Teddy Clark made a, uh, another young sophomore that's going to be great for us, made a play on the first snap for them on a little screen pass and tackled it for a loss. Yeah. And I thought that really kind of set the tone um, for the rest of the half defensively.
2: And, Coach, you're talking about all these young players on your defense, and that's, that's a fortunate spot for you, you know, no pun intended, you, you know, coaching them <laughs> in the next few years. Wow, that's that's awesome. I mean, because you're looking at guys that's going to have experience for years to come. Um,
3: yeah, definitely. I, I think um, soft, you know, sophomores will drive you crazy. Uh, to be frank with you, well, um, but, but there there is a uh, there's a huge upside to it is that they're getting this incredible experience right now. Um, and as you guys know, I mean, there's just no yeah. replicating Friday night varsity no. experience. So um, if obviously you want to build a program in such a way that to, to, to play as a sophomore, you better be just out of this world and, and we'll get there one day for sure. Um, and these young kids are, are going to be a part of that. So they will um, be. it, it's been, I'm, I'm proud of those guys. We've got some sophomores on both sides of the ball and really a bunch of juniors that are just doing great. Our, our, um, our inexperience coming into the season was, to, I mean, really alarming. To be, to be frank with you, um, even our older kids had, didn't play much last year wow. just because we we had a bunch of seniors that that were, you know, really establishing things for us. Um, and so we just, you know, like that Motwood game, for instance, I was obviously the O-line set the tone for that game, and that was every one of those guys, that was their first varsity snap. Wow. Um, and so, like, to say that I thought that was going to happen is, you what? know, that's a lie because you just don't know what to expect. Um, when a kid gets out there for the very first time, I kind of had a good idea. They were playing well, but you still, you know, you really don't know. Um, so yeah, we're, we're we're very young and inexperienced, Um, and we've got to learn to, like I said, I think there's things each game, you know, we kind of had some slip ups late in the Motwood game that we've got that hopefully are learning experiences for us. And, um, you know, I really think that winning a game like we won this past Friday can really serve our program well as well. Um, just kind of a you know it turned into a grab each other by the shirt collar and start punching in the second half that's Uh, exactly and and that's definitely something that fits who we are um and so i was glad that we answered the bell and and just were able to pull out a win i mean they were like i i knew that i I just have a lot of respect for those guys i think um they just do a great job and they play really 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 hard um and they did the other night as well so I was, I was proud of our kids, and hopefully we're growing up fast and, um, because, I mean, you know, it, eventually, like, it just doesn't matter. I mean, You're young, you're young. You, it doesn't, I mean, just, nobody's going to feel bad for you. So um, you just got to take your lumps and improve. And, and like I said, we, we're working on not repeating mistakes. You know, learn, um, learn from others' mistakes, and, and let's continue to improve on both sides of the ball.
2: Yeah, Coach, and you guys have really, really made a huge statement in the state and in this district with the ability to rush for 558 yards and, and for you guys to, to do that. There's been numerous offensive weapons there at Midland High. You know, years ago, the Batch brothers, one of them went on to play in the NFL. Even right. those guys couldn't do that, you know, and so that's something to speak on. And I didn't had no idea that those guys were their first year starting. That's, that's impressive that is incredible and coach before i let you go one thing i want to ask you is um your uniforms years past you had i think there was a gold helmet with the purple m on there and it said dogs you know a couple years right and you've changed it up i just wanted to see about that where that came from
1: <laughs> yeah
3: we, like, uh, we we
2: actually like it we love it yeah. Yeah, we love
3: it it looks, looks clean oh well, i appreciate it uh you know i think uh you, maybe me and me and y'all are the only are the only ones. Uh, <laughs> really?
2: No, <laughs> they are, look no, I, amazing.
3: It's been. I think um, I'll be honest with you. Really, I, gold's a hard color to match. Yeah. Uh, even even as they're you know like shut like even the Vegas whatever the gold is called like, there's so many of them you know. Oh yeah. Um, even like their same gold can be off a little bit year to year and so um like i'm not i i would like i'm unfortunately I, I wish i was a type a person i'm only type a about random things sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad uh-huh. but uh like mismatched helmets make and i was like there's one easy way to be sure the helmets always match and that's you know to have a white helmet so uh looks so good that's clean clean look it's and i and i like and i'm I'm just I just my personality I'm just kind of a less is more kind of guy yeah uh, and I you know we're doing some things with helmet stickers this year that that the guys are really enjoying and I wanna you know my big deal not that anybody cares what I think about uniforms but my 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 whole i I came from a place where you, you better not think about touching the uniform um, yeah and that certainly affected me in in a positive way that, mm-hmm. um, but is like I just want to. When you look back in ten years, I just want to be sure you don't throw up in your mouth. You know, okay. uh, that. that you look back and you're like, man, that's a that's a good looking football uniform. Oh, so that looks so good. No doubt. That's that's kind of what I'm after, and uh, something sharp and clean and simple. And, and you know, um, I think we have a uh, we're in an interesting time where I think we're, we've kind of lost focus, maybe, on what matters, and and, and uh, we want to, and I not that appearance doesn't matter, but you know, we want to look together. We want to, we want to dress alike, have pride in our appearance, um, which will lead to pride in our performance. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of the – probably more than y'all wanted to know about all that. But, yeah, we went went to a wide helmet, and uh, I think some people ha- like it and some don't. And, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're trying to come off the football and, and, and play good ball. And uh, But I'm, I'm glad you guys like it. That makes it feel good. I like that. Yes, that's sir. <laughs>
0: Well, Coach, no. we couldn't let you come on without having some fun with you here. So you have okay. now entered Chris's corner, where he's going to fire off five questions, and you have okay. you have five seconds to answer each one. It's a kind of a speed, kind of questionnaire right. type deal. Let us know when you're ready.
3: Let me, let me, uh, let me gather my thoughts because I, I did a podcast <laughs> summer and they did this, and I I was absolutely terrible. So let me um, let me get in my uh, all right. Hit me! I'm ready. I'm gonna
0: go. All righty, three, two, one, go. Go
1: to go to meal on game days.
3: Jimmy Jobs. Okay.
1: Pre-game superstition. Uh,
3: um. Oh, I, I. I I my my pre-game superstition is to try to not have superstition, which is a su- <laughs> which, is, which is a super. <laughs> what, what is that? I can't even say the word superstition. Which is, that's a, that's a superstition in its own right. Right. So it's like, <laughs> I can't, I can't escape it. I try not to, yeah. I try not to have any because then I'll then I'll be like, crap, I got to remember it. And then if it doesn't, you know what I mean. So, I've got, I've got like a uh, a reverse uh, superstition.
1: Childhood TV show.
3: Family Matters. Oh, Steve Urkel. Yeah, Urkel. Yeah, Family Matters. That's it.
1: Favorite song. X's
3: in eighteen eighty by Rodney Foster. Sing us a verse, Coach. Uh, that's how. That's how much I like it. Um like, <laughs> Oh man, y'all got me. I, we we play it every day in practice. It's not it's only I, they only let me put a few songs on the playlist. They don't they don't like my style. Yeah. So I have that one. I check check. That's number two. I'm sorry. Number one all time favorite song uh is Interstate by Randy Rogers Man.
2: Give us a verse, Coach. Come on. Oh, that's a good one.
3: All right. Uh <laughs> man. Oh, I, I I promise I know it, and I, I harmonize well with Randy when it's loud. <laughs> Baby, uh, how? Hey, if y'all get me started, and if you, if anybody knows the top of the head, I got you. All right, we got you, Coach. We
2: got.
0: You. All righty, Coach. Well, we very much appreciate you coming on, sir.
3: Well, I thanks thanks for the opportunity, and, and uh, appreciate you letting me come and talk with you guys a little bit.
0: And good luck the rest of the season. I mean, you guys are off to a hot start. I mean, we're all excited to see what this team's going
1: to do.
3: Awesome, yes, sir. Thank you so much. We appreciate the support.
1: Thanks for coming on, Coach. Appreciate it. Good luck this season. Right. Thank you, hey, Coach.
3: Thank
1: you. Uh-huh. Bye. Oh man, that's
0: a that's a good coach right there. If I had never heard one before, I'll tell you that right now.
2: Oh man, he was good, wasn't he? And and his team again, they're on notice. Yeah, they're they're
0: making some noise. They're proving some doubters for sure. They're they're off to a hot start, two zero. I that's mean, right.
2: they they could be a dark horse
0: in that district. Yeah. Well, let's keep going, guys. Let's preview week three. I know there's some big games coming up in this district as or in all the districts, yeah. but week three is really that pinnacle point where you've already had your first two games and now you're like in that midway point where you're where you should be playing to where you know you you're supposed to be. Yeah. So Chris,
1: take us through this. So this week, I believe you know, we know throughout Thursday night game with Odessa High versus Keller. Sammy, I want to get your thoughts before I, I speak on this game.
2: This is going to be a tough matchup for Odessa High, and and I say that I watched an Odessa High team last week that. For the most part, dominated, but I have some concerns with the penalties. Mm-hmm. I think they'll clean that up. This is going to be a tough game. I do have a score prediction, oh. which, by the way, last week I think I went 19-3 and on my picks. Damn, so did your flight to bad. Vegas, sir. Hey, man, Jeez. I'm just doing it for fun. You know, I, I I know these schools a little bit, and I can predict a little bit of scores, so I do have a score, but what are your thoughts on that game, man?
1: Man, so this game, you know, Keller's coming in on a Thursday night. Um you know they average 100 yards passing and 170 yards on on, on the ground. They actually have a uh, D1 quarterback in Central Arkansas commit really? uh, Trey Wetta, and he makes his way to West Texas with the whole squad. Right, so expect some big plays and points put up on both ends. Keller has a balanced offense, but when it when it's time for for Wetta to to take control of the game, he no doubt will make it happen. You got running backs Cameron Cameron Rayford and Jaden Jaden Hart. Jayden Hart. They balance this offense with the with a massive O line making way for for them, you know. But Odessa High's offense attack—they're averaging 45 points per game. They will have to be locked in for this game, right? Yeah. Um, the, by far, this is you know I think this is one of the games of the week. Um, I, I, I it, it could be a potential to be a shootout.
2: It, yeah, that's what I have. You
1: know, this. um, we will find out where Odessa High stands. You know, as a team, great test. You'd love to see these tough tests early in the season. Uh. Like I said, defense got to tighten up. I said that earlier. They're giving up an average of 33, 33 points through two games. The defense is still a work in progress, right? They got to find a way to get some turnovers. You know, we saw more of a pass rush last week, so they are improving. Um, but this will be a good test for them. You know, Odessa High's D-line, Marcos Marquez, DJ Gray, Jermichael Cobb, and uh, Boyd Dominguez, and uh, Christian Zubiate, they can stop the run and get killer in some third and long situations. I think we're going to see some turnovers in that secondary.
2: Oh, I would love to see that, man. And as long as you have number one in Jalen, you should feel at least okay.
1: No, no doubt. You know, you, you, they have a bunch of weapons. You know, they spread the ball around. Um, like I said, I think it's going to be more of a shootout type game. Uh, like I said, unless the defense can get them in some, in some uh, third and, second and long, third and long situations and create some turnovers. Um, but I'm predicting Odessa how to win this game, man. I'm, I, I got them going uh, – no, to
2: 44-31. 44-31. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good score there, Chris. I'm, I'm going to pick Odessa High in this one. Um, uh, my score is 38-36. I think this is going to be a close game, a fun one to watch, and uh, definitely one that both teams will get better from going forward into district play.
1: Yeah, no doubt. So uh, on, on another Thursday night game, we have the Amarillo Sandys versus the Midland High Bulldogs at uh, Grande, or Astound now as they call it. Yes. Um, you know, last Thursday. Last week, the defense showed up, those young bucks showed up, Blake Brandon, Jake Nava, both sophomores, they came up huge. You know, Brandon had two picks, Nava had one in crucial moments during the game. And, you know, on offense, you know, they they got Mickey McCoy. Dude dude is a workhorse. Oh, man. He's He's a grinder. He's a workhorse. He's going to get you those tough physical yards. He's going to punch it in the end zone, you know. And they got Bradley Perez. You know, they got Thunder and Lightning.
2: Those guys are so dangerous.
1: But then you got Thunder, Lightning, and Lightning in
2: light- Strowman Bridges. Oh, don't even talk about Strowman Bridges because right? he can do it all. Right, all these
1: weapons. Like, it's just, there's so much love out there for the dogs you know, They'll get the ball around to everybody.
2: The Midland
1: High Bulldogs. Yeah, you know, I, I, I actually had predicted them to not make the playoffs. I did too. But after, after this week's game against Amarillo, I want to see this game against Amarillo, and then I want to reassess my pick. I've already reassessed mine. Cause I, I gotta see this. Their, their offensive line, bro, is just they are mauling people.
2: Well, they look different than than some of the other ones that I've. If seen.
1: you watch their film, the first thing you're gonna see is this aggressive offensive line getting downfield. Oh man, they're they're not they're just not like they're not they're not just chest bumping. They're driving the linemen back to the secondary.
2: And these guys, Fat fortune told us earlier, they are all they were game week one. Week one starters, th- game one. What a good group of guys, and to see them playing like that, like yeah, you said, game. use
1: the word mauling that's a word you don't just throw around lightly. No, I don't, and I, I trust me, I've seen a lot of football, and these guys are some maulers.
2: Mid- Midland High, I got Midland High winning this one 41 21. This should be an easy, easy win for Midland High.
1: You know, the, the dogs are two and no first time since 2016, and after, fr- after tomorrow night, I think they're going to be three and oh, no. I got a score of 31 17 dogs.
2: Okay. Onye Bulldogs. Onye
1: Bulldogs. Next up, we have Abilene High versus Midland Legacy. Say me what you think about that game.
2: Abilene High. This is a bounce back game for Legacy. You think that Davila went home and, and had a good week, a, a, a good weekend? No, Davila don't like to lose, man. No. I. I uh, he's gonna be locked in. He's locked in. The coaching staff's locked in. Those players are gonna be locked in. This is a team that had really, really high expectations going into the season. I, I expect them to really, really
1: show out. Yeah. Uh,
2: I do I do see Midland Legacy winning this one by double digits. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, one thing I like about uh, Coach Hartman, I read a quote from him after the game, and he's just flat out said, we got outplayed and we got outcoached. Is that what he said? That's what he said. I mean, I respect that, man. Straight, straight you know, I respect up. that guy. He's got these kids playing hard for him. You have an off game. You know, it's unacceptable. I get it. You had an off game, learn from it, move on, get ready for the next one, right? And Abilene High has a pretty stout defense. They uh, do. Through the first two games, but it seems like they're having trouble getting on the scoreboard, right? And I think this will be a tough battle for Legacy, but I expect Harbin and his staff to have these boys ready to wear down Abilene with Zeke Luna, who had over 200 yards rushing last week. Legacy's got to get playmaker Deontay Sanyei. Going every time that kid has a ball in his hands, he's electric. Oh, man, anything can happen when he gets the ball. I watched that kickoff return, and he just took it to the house. It was so easy. <laughs> so easy, ball. right? But I have legacy winning this game, man, 28 to 10.
2: That's similar. got and
1: 28 is like my minimum points. For them. I think it's going to be more, but I'm like, yeah. yeah, 28 to 10. Light them up. Light them up. Light them up. Next up, next up, we have the game of the week.
2: Oh, yes.
1: We have – Odessa Permian versus Amarillo Tuscosa. Sammy, what a game this is going to be. Both run heavy, gun veer offenses. Permian finished strong on offense last week and are hoping to roll it over this week. This will be a battle test for Permian to go up to Amarillo and to prove who they are. One thing I want to note is Jaden Pruitt. I love how they're utilizing him on both sides of the field. Right? Yeah. Dude's a baller.
2: Oh, he's, he's so good.
1: Get your number called on offense and you know... You know the defense is like, all right, number four is on offense. You know, kind of like when you see Deion Sanders back in the day. Yeah,
2: and that's what playing I was offense, get... You're
1: like, that guy's on offense. You know he's going to be involved <laughs> some way, somehow. And they throw it up to him, and he's just snagging him.
2: He's just a great player.
1: You know, but they have so many weapons on this team. Like, you know, you got Deontay Bass. Uh, I believe it's Tabari Jones. You know, uh, Jaquan Richardson. You no, know, this team seems like they're moving in the right direction, and they are getting primed up. The defense is swarms to the ball, and that D-line is very disruptive with Matthew Avila, Dez Hill, and Brian Pride. I want to see Ronnie and this offense take this game over and make a statement. Mojo faithful, keep letting Ronnie sling the rock to all those <laughs> weapons. You got to utilize them. Mojo, 35, Tescosta 28.
2: What a prediction. This is a tough game for me to, to say. Amarillo. Big win at home against Legacy. That's the highest of the high for them. You know that's a game that they have scheduled all summer, yeah. And that's a game that they look forward to. My question is: is will they have a letdown game here in this spot? Who's that? Uh, Amarillo. They they had a, a real good win against Legacy, a great Legacy team, a Division One recruit in Davila, and now you got Permian coming here. This is a good spot for Permian it because. Is, you know. Again, I'm worried about Amarillo. Are they going to be – I mean, is they got that legacy win. Or are they going to be flat coming out, you know, not as much energy as the game that they played against legacy?
1: You know, if you're the number five ranked team in the state by Dave Campbell, you got to hold up to it. You so have to. Permian – I don't think Permian sees like, oh, they might have a letdown game. Permian sees it as these are the guys that are the number five ranked team in 5A football. Yes. Well, which they were just in our district a couple years ago. Yes. Right? So – they're not going to take these guys lightly.
2: No, and that's that. it's a great spot for Permian. It is. Permian may go out there and beat them by double digits. I could see that happening. No disrespect to either one. I do think Odessa-Permian is the better team. I expect them to win. I have a score of 34-28. I've got Permian on top.
1: No doubt. No doubt about it.
2: With that, we will wrap it up. Thank you everybody for listening to Bullcorn Sports, Episode Twenty Three, and of course Thad Fortune for coming on with us and yes, talking sir. some football with us. X's and O's, we could talk forever about X's and O's.
1: Yeah, no doubt, guys. Uh, please like, subscribe. You know, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you no, know, all you players out there, man, send us your huddle. We'll we'll share it. We got coaches, we got coaches and recruiters following us, so you no, know, send us whatever, tag us in, in all your stuff, and, and same thing for uh, high school programs tag us and and we'll, we'll shout you out man we we do this for the community
2: we're doing it for the community we're not doing it for nothing
1: so that'll do it guys um uh, tune in next week for some uh recap some I'm co-pl- no, not co-players of the week but just players of the week and uh see y'all next week where if, bullcorn sports where if it's happening
2: we, we talk, talk about it,
1: it. hmm